It's Amira and Ivy and you are listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be rounding off the year that has been 2020. Do you know what? I really, I really thought 2020 wasn't going to end at one point, but but here we are. We we love to see it. Um, but before we get into it, how are you, Sammy? How was your Christmas? I am well. My Christmas um was probably the same as everyone else's. Quite small. Um, it felt strange. Like for ages, there wasn't much build up to Christmas. You know how you get excited and you know it's kind of cold and you see Christmas lights and all of that rush. There wasn't any of that this year. So. It didn't feel like Christmas, but obviously we're just thankful to be healthy and alive and well. Um, yeah, as I said, it was small. It was like myself, my brothers and my brother's girlfriend. So just, yeah, our little household. Um, but it was nice. It was nice. How was your Christmas? Oh, that actually sounds quite nice. So it pretty similar. Like it was, you're right, it was low-key anticlimactic because normally you're like running around Oxford Street every other day like got get this present got get got wrap these presents and it was just kind of like it just came and it went but at the same time like it is what it is we're in a pandemic and yeah we are fortunate that everyone is healthy and everyone is okay so small but sweet yeah I think it definitely took a lot of it was quite hard for people to accept that this Christmas was just going to be very very different Mm -hmm. um so while some people were still trying to have the same big family reunion type thing, it's just not possible in a pandemic. Um, it's also strange because before when like the rate was a bit lower, they were like, do you know what? Five days of Christmas, hang out with your families, different households can meet up. Then there's this new strain and they're like, do you know what? We'll give you one day. There are still people dying. There is still a pandemic. There is still a virus. But, you know, you'll have one day where all of you can meet. And then we're surprised that we're back in the same situation. Apparently even a worse situation than we were in April. So it's it's a bit of a weird one. I just don't get why they're not learning from their mistakes. Like, And it's crazy because they keep selling us dreams. They keep being like, oh, eat out to help out. Everything will be fine by 2021. Oh, yeah, you can hang out with three households on Christmas Day. And then they're like, actually, no, people are dying. We can't do that. So we'll do this instead. People are annoyed because they've already made their plans. And then when people go and die, they're like, wow. The numbers have really risen. What are we going to do? Let's have another lockdown. Like, we, we didn't need to be here. Like, this whole thing could have been avoided. Um, you really you really just hate to see it. Yeah, I think you're right there when you say it, it's the more of, like, the selling of the dreams that has probably got people the hardest. Because let's say a couple months ago, if they had said, like, right, Christmas is going to be very different, we won't be able to have, like, different households meeting up. They had said that from time then I feel like people would have adapted. But it was the fact that when it came to September, it was like, cool, everything's open up again. Go eat, go have drinks, but, you know, make sure you're back at 10 o'clock. Do all of these things, almost returning to normality. Then come September, it's like, okay, guys, we have to go back into lockdown. And it's the whole, like, mixed messages. And obviously some people hadn't seen their families in, like, months, especially if people were high risk or in care homes and all of that business so to give them hope like okay we can have five days of Christmas and five days of your family and then to be like do you know what we just can't do that anymore because we've known about this new strain for a couple months but we didn't want to tell you because we want you to go spend money and you know boost the economy um but yeah the whole mixed messaging thing but it was Christmas it was Christmas it's all about Jesus you know it's all about the Lord our saviour you know and being around your family so 
yeah I was, thank I was you almost that. about to say I was almost about to say have you got any plans for new year's and then I just remembered this is 2020 so of course you don't but <laughs> you know what it'll be a celebration just going into a new year in itself so that's something do you know what normally our new year's plans are just always like last minute we never have them we're just like randomly looking for an event and everything's sold out but this year it's actually not our fault that we don't have any new year's plans so that's the first time we could say that this is true at least we can't blame ourselves i i'll take it i genuinely will take it It'll, yeah <laughs> it's mad though like how everyone has been saying do you know what in 2021 it's going to be really different like next year it's going to be so different I'm sorry but how much really and truly is going to change between Friday and Saturday will the coronavirus be gone between Friday and Saturday will we suddenly be unlocked and out of this long lockdown between Friday and Saturday I think not so people just need to sort of rein in their hopes just a little bit just a little bit but to be um, fair, I haven't seen any, like, New Year, New Me post. I haven't seen any New Year's resolutions. I think people are scared. People know that it's just going to be the same bullshit next year. I think they are starting to realise it's going to be same, same and not that different, to be honest. Honestly, it's going to be New Year, same, same crap. Um, Literally. For at least the first couple months. And that's nothing that we can really do about that. Um, no, Bojo said, said things might 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 ease by april april spring middle of spring huh what do you mean might and what do you mean april i I don't understand no entiendo i don't get it that is so far away the months just don't even mean anything to me the dates i couldn't even tell you what day it is today um the dates the months everything means nothing because april when he says april i feel like april was last week because (laughs) where we were and where we are now I feel like I blinked and everything is still the same so mine said April like that isn't a quarter of 2021 already (laughs) this is what I'm saying like April 2020 didn't happen we skipped past April 2020 we went from March to December like the months in between did not happen so what do you mean that we are jumping past January February and March and going to April and only then might things ease i can't i can't work with that it's a might oh, these lot just keep selling dreams as we said straight vibes we might be back to normal by april you don't know jack you don't know jack so why do you keep attempting to make false promises to people just be like you know what we'll take it a day at a time we'll see how things goes we'll keep you updated is that is that so difficult can't you just be like we can't predict the future so we will let you know when we know why are we having to sell dreams every other day yeah, I think all that people can do is have their their personal goals that they want for 2021 and try to not make it too much about being done with the pandemic because who knows when it will be over. And obviously that's what everyone wants and everyone wants to go back to normal and everyone wants to be able to see their friends and their family and partying, you know, you have to wear face masks around your brethrens. But um, <laughs> I feel like the most important thing um, is to you know like have your own personal goals and like personal things you want to achieve in the next year whatever that may be and try not to put too much hope in this government because look at where we are it's a whole, it's a whole mess. Um, but how's the uni stuff going because I feel like uni plus a pandemic it's just not really the perfect combination it's a weird one and I was worried about that when 
I like initially enrolled. I was like, there is a pandemic going on. Do I want to do uni? Is it going to be virtual? And if so, I don't know if I can hack that. But um, I, yeah, even in my first semester, it was all in person. So I would like travel into uni on the days that I had it. Um, and then whenever it was shut off for whatever reason, we had to go online, then it'd be like a day or two and online. But yeah, it's weird how fast it's gone. Like, I feel like I only just started and then it's like, boom, we're now going into second term. But yeah, literally like the week before Christmas, I had two deadlines on the same day. That was intense, but got it done because I just wanted to like have a rest and enjoy my Christmas break. And now Christmas is over. I now have to prepare for January exams, which I've never, ever had before. Not even in my entire four years of undergrad did I have January exams. I now have to prepare for a January exam and another assessment. So yay, that's fun. Christmas is over for me. Time to get back to work. Oh, and I'm supposed to pick my dissertation topic. So <laughs> there's a lot. January is going to be a busy time for me. Oh, no. I mean, it's all just as well because we can't leave our yards till April anyway. So you'll have plenty of free time to do it. <laughs> But no, that's, 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 that's rude. That's actually not even funny. I don't even know how you did those assignments before Christmas. It's just relentless. I feel like uni is genuinely just relentless. But can we just take a moment? Because you've been doing so well this year. Like, let's just, let's just talk about the grades we've been getting. Let's just put it out there, Sammy. What did you get? Um, well, my last two assignments, one was, one was a full on assignment, a report, a financial report, me doing financial reports joking and then the other one was an exam and your girl got a distinction in both what? oh go on what sis? me are you mad yeah Sorry, that was one, two. a very pleasant two i said double 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 <laughs> double um <laughs> yeah that it, it came as a really really big surprise actually because again like what I'm studying is so completely different to anything else I've ever done before and I'm literally having to learn as I go on and I remember when I first got like the assignment of the financial report I said financial what me I don't do numbers I don't do numbers this whole assets I don't understand what these words mean but somehow your girl managed to come through um, and absolutely smashed it and then the exam as well again it was during these assignments deadlines so I wasn't trying to look at my exam results because if it was peak I'm not trying to have that energy going into like two deadlines um, but I'd heard back from our group chat and people were like yeah didn't do too well or, do you know what the overall grade just wasn't that great for this exam and I was like boy I don't need this bad energy so I didn't look <laughs> until I had completed my deadlines and then I was like rah that's interesting but now like I've set a standard for myself that is really high and I hope that I can maintain it throughout the rest of the year I think it's sick getting two distinctions because you know it's not a fluke you're just a boss like you are just winning you are winning like it is what it is, <laughs> it is what yeah. it is At, like Martha's as well I was just like who is this who is this I was like ew ew what okay finance and data and stats I was like what who is she what with the I money in the hub I still could not tell you how I did it but thankful to to the lord up above <laughs> for guiding yeah. me through that because I have no idea how I got through those really and truly 
talent coming through your door. It's a miracle, but also it's your hard work and you are a boss. So we are here for it. We are so we are here for it. We are proud. <laughs> Thank you very much. How are you? Do- how is work going? Because have you even had a Christmas holiday? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me, like, you know the period between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve where all time just stands still. Time and space do not exist anymore. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what month it is. I don't know what year it is. I don't really know who I am anymore. And I clocked that I had work today. In my mind and my body and my soul, it's still Boxing Day. <laughs> so the whole day today, I was sat at my desk like, what? why am I here? I was having like a full on existential crisis. Like, why am I not in bed watching Netflix? I don't understand. So I can't lie, today was not a productive day. Tomorrow probably won't be a productive day, but but we move. I feel really bad for the dates between like the 27th and the 31st because no one knows what those dates are. They fly by. Everything after Christmas is just an extended boxing day up until you get to New Year's Eve. Time does not exist. The way my brothers would be asking me, like, what day is it? Like, if they're for example, like wanting to watch EastEnders, because literally the only time I ever watch EastEnders is around Christmas, they're like, wait, what day is it? Is EastEnders on today? Pam, what's the date? And I'm like, I could not tell you, because all we do is just like sleep, watch TV and eat. And that continuous cycle, I, yeah, I don't know how you've had what this time is for. That's what it's for. Like, if your birthday is on like the 29th of December, I am sorry, because you will not be getting any recognition. Like, no one is, you're not meant to know the dates. You're meant to just veg out after Christmas, just chill, stick on the TV, eat your body weight and food until the new year comes around and then you start fresh. So, yeah, the whole day I was like, why am I writing words? Why am I stringing along sentences? This just, it, it just didn't sit right with me, you know? Ah. Uh. That's rough. I don't feel like anyone should have to work around this around this time. Honestly, there's no point because it's just it's all an extended bank holiday, anyways. Like, I didn't know that Monday was a bank holiday till I looked at my phone. And I was like, oh, it is. I tried to call somewhere up and they were closed. I'm like, why are they closed? Like, Christmas is over, Boxing Day is over. No, it's extended because it's bank holiday. And then a couple of days later, you get another bank holiday because Christmas, not Christmas Eve. <laughs> Look at me, New Year's <laughs> Eve, then New Year's. It's all a bank holiday, so no one should. I have to work between that time, if you ask me. I, I stand by it. I really do. I completely agree. But it's fine. It's calm. We move. I'm getting paid. It's got to be done. Just, I'm glass half full in it. Yeah, glass half full. Let's look at it like that. Yeah. But you know what? I just feel like we have to call a spade a spade because 2020 was trash. It still is trash. This year has been a lot. And I just honestly take my hat off to everyone for just getting through this year because it has been so much and I just miss my friends I just miss seeing people I just that I don't live with do you know what I mean I just miss hanging out and going outdoors and staying outdoors and not having to social distance I just don't feel like I'm asking for a lot here yeah not having a curfew or or any of that business but do you know what the funny thing is the really ironic thing was this time last year, right, when we were going into 2020, everyone was like, 2020 vision. Everyone was laughing like, oh my goodness, I've just come up with the best joke. Turns out, joke was on you because no one could forecast this. You could not see it. With all the 2020 vision, no one could see a pandemic (laughs) that would last a year happening. So congratulations for just getting through that. But um. The whole not seeing friends, like, 
bar you, Gemma and Molly, I haven't seen other people. Like, I, it dawned on me that I haven't seen some of my closest friends in over a year. In over a year. That's ridiculous. It's well because, like, FaceTiming and Zoom's great, cool. It's just not the same. Like, just seeing your friends in person and just cracking up, nothing replaces that. So the fact that we just haven't seen so many people for so many months and it's kind of just become normal because what else can you do? It's, it's really shocking when you think about it. I... I genuinely thought about it and like one of my best mates from uni, I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't seen him since my brother's last birthday, which was November 2019. And I'm just like, how is that possible? But at the same time, it's like we blinked and 10 months has passed. I can't and lie, it's crazy. Time, time flies when you're under house arrest. Like that's, <laughs> that's the one thing I've learned from this year. Time flies when you can't leave your yard. Yeah, I think one thing I do want to do more next year, because it doesn't seem as if the situation is changing, is just make more of an effort to like schedule times to have these Zoom catch ups with friends, because it's wild that I haven't seen some people in over a year. Honestly, my April is about to be packed. Like, it's got to be, it's got to be done. Like, do you know what? The day that like, everyone is vaccinated and everything opens back up and we can actually do things do you know how lit that week or even month is going to be we just we can't go home we just can't go home we have to just live a hot girl summer and just be belong to the streets because we have to make up for lost time we have memories that should have been made this year that we now have to make next year as well as next year's memories we i don't even know it's gonna be mad we've got to do double memories um when things go back to normal i'll be outside you will not catch me inside don't ask me why i'm in these streets okay don't ask me why i'm in these streets because we've been locked up for the longest time so if you see me out don't say anything don't say anything don't say what time you're gonna be back home don't worry about that don't worry about it sweetheart don't worry about it we have to enjoy for 2021 and 2020 i might even celebrate my birthday twice because i had one of those lockdown birthdays and it wasn't fair it wasn't fair, okay? It wasn't fair. <laughs> it's just... It's, I'm sorry, I actually feel really bad because, like, our our friend Molly, her birthday was in March and we were able to celebrate her birthday with her. By April, <laughs> everything look off. So you had to have a Zoom birthday. And now here we are. And Big Man Bojo is saying, listen, April, maybe. So it's just not looking good for you. And on behalf listen, of the government, listen, I'm sorry. Because I didn't even get one last year. And he wants to come and tell me, April, fam, you best make that March. You best make that March of latest. The thing is, I didn't even get to celebrate Molly's birthday either. Because I was still travelling. So I left to Australia on Boxing Day of 2019. And I didn't return until like the 1st of March. So I missed all of that. And then when I did return, it was like lockdown. So I didn't get to see anyone. No, that's rude. That's actually rude. Imagine signing your travels and then being under house arrest. No, that's too much. Yeah, and that's why I haven't seen some people in over a year. And then when I do come back, I'm like, cool, I'll be back in time for my birthday. Well, hey, and no, I'm out here doing Zoom birthdays. (laughs) There's always FaceTime. It'll be cute. (laughs) No, they did you dirty. It actually did you dirty. I'm so sorry. Um, no, you're right. We will have to go twice as hard. Like, cash me outside is what we're going to be doing next year because 
as we said, we have we have memories to make up for. Honestly. Honestly. Also, my my mum, yeah, is an absolute genius because she left in March, in like mid-March, to go Sierra Leone. Um, it was supposed to be a 10-day holiday. She got it's supposed to be a 10-day holiday, they're like, go return. When she got there, she already had to like self-isolate and quarantine for 14 days. So that's already two weeks. So that 10 days has come and gone. Then she just ended up staying in Sierra Leone. So the whole time while I was here in the UK, in lockdown, you can't go outside. You can't even breathe. You can go jogging for one hour. Then you have to come back to your house. Everything locked down. My mom was in Sierra Leone out here sending me pictures on WhatsApp of the beach and the fried fish she's eating and the ocean. Fam, are you taunting me? She was taunting me. She's a genius because she left whilst the borders were still open and she didn't come back until six months later. Do you know how rude that is to send photographic evidence of her living her best life while you are in lockdown? Do you know how rude that is? Also, though, I have to rate it. I have to rate your mum. She is she is the only person in the UK who had 2020 vision because she knew when to up and leave. And I rate it. Yeah. She, she knew just when to pack her bags and leave. And I'm here. I'm so here for it. Her work were like, fam when do you plan on returning like your holiday was only supposed to be 10 days and she was like well do you know what I'm stuck out here so I can't come back to work because you know I'm stuck and you know there's a pandemic so see you lot in six months no she is a G (laughs) do you know what I was glad she was living her best life I honestly was did I need to see it visual I didn't need I didn't need the visuals because whilst I was sat in my house in this cold London no, it wasn't even cold. The weather was great in London, but none of us could go out to enjoy it. And she sent him pictures of the sun and the beach. And I was like, this is great. I'm happy for you, but I don't need to see this right now. Do you know how bad mine that is? To take yeah. the photos and go, let me send this to my child who is <laughs> locked up right now. She can't leave her yard, but let me send her a picture of the beach. Yeah. Oh my you God. You want to know how great her 2020 vision was again? Um, <laughs> she came back to the UK in September and then left at the end of November before this current lockdown so she was like cool I'm a cut again (laughs) enjoy this lockdown this lockdown life is not for me have fun seen a couple months I'm off to Sierra Leone (laughs) no it's like she knew about this new strain before Bojo did who is she talking to who is she connected with who does she work for because (laughs) how did she know when to time it again nah this is not a coincidence she has connections I want to go to Sierra Leone. I want to be on the beach too. I want to enjoy my life. I can't, can't do it. She really does have the right idea. I feel like just booking a plane ticket is, actually it's not even the way forward anymore because we can't leave, can we? Nah, this is too much. Yeah, I I, I wish I was there right now. She's probably missing And speaking of travelling, the one thing that has been keeping me sane is the fact that we have Afro Nation booked next July. Should I just say goodbye to that dream now? Because really and truly, if we might be able to relax restrictions in April, I don't know if by July everything's going to be back to normal. Um, not unless every single attendant has had the the vaccine. I I can't see how it's going to happen or how it's going to work. Um, especially when the people who are probably most tentative about this vaccine are black people and people of colour who will make up the majority <laughs> at Afro Nation. The tax um, 
I'm just glad that, you know, we got the insurance from it. Even when we booked it, I was like, if we get to go, do you know what? It'll be fun. It'll be lit. But at the same time, I cannot, in my head, consciously be like, yeah, it's going. Because if that thing gets cancelled, I'll be shattered. So in my head, it's not even happening. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, then I haven't built it up too much. Yeah, but I want to see Chris Brown, like... (laughs) go crazy the, we, we, we rehearsed the routine Burner Boy was gonna Megan Lee Stan like the lineup was not just your average lineup like this was like our reward for surviving 2020 so I'm just gonna need God to come and sort this out I'm just I'm, I'm gonna need Jesus to take the wheel and make this happen the lineup was fantastic is fantastic see I'm even saying was as if it is not happening <laughs> yeah, past tense <laughs> it- it's really sad it'll be really sad if it doesn't happen and the thing is I don't want a consolation I don't want a virtual concert of Burner Boy and Coffee and and Chris Brown in one tune I don't want that it's not going to be the same I want to be in Portugal in the sun on the beach having fun but whether or not that's going to happen I don't know but if they tell me virtual festival I could just go on YouTube and watch a video so that is not going to work for me they're going to need Thank to postpone you. it later in 2021 they're going to need mm-hmm. to repay us with free flights and accommodation and they're going to need to make it happen. That's the only consolation that I can accept. Yes, indeed. Um, do you know what another annoying thing about 2020 was? The the, the social media's challenges that came up. Um, the one that got me the most was the, the 5K. So one of my brother's friend is... Um, a PT and he created this program to try and get like friends and stuff. Um, it was like couch to couch to 5k and it was like a gradual thing you do over a month and I was like you know what I'll try this you know got loads of time I don't really in- go running so I was like yeah I'll try this um and I would just post like my times it's just like a personal this is what I've done and obviously tag the trainer people saw that and at the same time I was just doing the running for fun this whole NHS 5k challenge came about and then pe- because people saw that I was running already, they're like, do you know what? Let's nominate you to run 5K. And I was like, fam, who said I wanted to run 5K? Like, I was doing this for exercise. I don't now need nominations. And I don't need you to challenge me to run, okay? I don't need that. Stop. Stop with that. <laughs> it was just so funny. You were just out there trying to stretch your legs, you know? And people are out here nominating you like you're on Big Brother or like you're on Love Island. Like, it's not that deep. It's, this is not a team effort. If you want to run, go run. Like, why did they have to involve you? In it? Who said this was relay? Pass the baton. No, keep the baton to yourself. I'm not trying to do that. I get we got one hour to be outside, yeah, and a 5k run takes at least 30 minutes. You want me to spend half of my outside time doing 5k's for you, man, just because you nominated me on Instagram? No, I keep them 5k's to yourself. I beg you. <laughs> Literally, some people just need to keep your name out of their mouth. Just mind your business, face your front. You go enjoy your run and leave you out of it. Like this. <laughs> Honestly, no, if you want to go run 5k, that's you run 5k. If you want to run 10k, you run 10k. I'll applaud you. I'll see it on your Instagram. Like, whatever. Don't come and involve me. <laughs> Who told you I wanted to run? Isn't it like nominate yourself? If you want me to nominate you, I will nominate you, but wh- why are you dragging me into this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that phase of challenges was so annoying. People were just being nominated and tagged left right and center every story I clicked on there was a new challenge it's like guys if you want to pick up a new hobby that's fine we don't all need to be in this together this is not high school musical just you do you no there were some 
absolutely useless ones just going on like at least the 5k one um you were actually like running you were doing some exercises and also like nominating a fiver nominating donating a fiver to um to the nhs but there was one it was just like tag 10 friends and people just out tag 10 beautiful friends <laughs> people just out here tagging 10 random people i'm not involved anyone who tagged me in one of those challenge i did not respond and i didn't do a single one i'm not going to lie to you i don't have time for that do you know how long it is for what who is gonna see it i'm seeing it on like hundreds of people's of story the same time i don't have time to look at that not me okay not me all the ones that were like post a picture of you when you were most drunk why am i going to bait my own self out on my instagram just because you have tagged me in your story something is not adding up for me i'm okay now do you know the one that got me the one that got me in it was a challenge it came around in like may or june and it was like tag 10 woke friends no no that one was no I know that these 10 friends think Black Lives Matter and are anti-racist, tag 10 others. And I was like, this is some dry-ass performative BS. Like, please don't. Don't do it. Don't do it, people. Don't. It's like people will take the time to tag 10 of their friends, but they will not just go and do the research and put in the work and read up and watch films on black history, on black lives, on how to be a better ally, they'll sit there and they'll tag 10 random people as if that's enough. I just, you, you, can, I hate ten, you can tag 10 friends, but you don't know who Malcolm X is. You can tag 10 friends, you don't know who Marcus Garvey is. You can tag 10 friends. The only person you've ever heard about is Martin Luther King. Tell me what he said. Tell me anything. Tell me anything he did. You cannot, but you want to tag 10 friends to show you're woke. For what? Like, you could tag 150 friends if you're racist or racist. Like, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> it's a damn thing. What, what, does, what does tagging friends do? How, do, how, how does that show you're your, your anti-racist? Tell me. How, how, what does that, is how does tagging 10 friends erase your biases? I, I would love to know. Maybe we're missing a trick here because this really must, caught on. Must be. Clearly, I missed something because, you know, Instagram challenges are certified and authenticated mm. and they make sure that the people who are sharing them are anti-racist and do not have any prejudice or biases. I'm sure. I'm mm. sure because it's Instagram and, you know, you've tagged 10 friends and because someone has tagged you. Yes. Thank yeah. you for recognising that one time I didn't cross the road and I let that black man walk by me because I wasn't. A f- Thank you. The bar is just set so low. People will tag <laughs> 10 friends and they think that they are anti-racist. They think they are doing God's work. <laughs> it's so low. Thank you for recognising that one time I really wanted to touch that black woman's hair, but I didn't because I knew it was wrong. <laughs> oh, I hate it here. I hate it here. 2020 has tw- actually just tested our patience a bit too much. Like that one was that one was next level but it was even things like opening up my stories and just seeing 12 different variations of banana bread what was it about banana bread and a pandemic that went a pandemic even that went hand in hand I I just I don't get it you know what people just like to get in touch with you know they're in a they're in a nigella they're in a mary berry um and just just bake some stuff mm. yeah they're I in know. a nadia 
I don't know what it is. I think because, you know, like sometimes when you buy bananas, they're kind of like the one thing where it's like, even if it's going bad or it's going like brown and discoloring, it's still really good to eat and you can still utilize it. Like if anything, it's better. So it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know, maybe you forgot about some bananas. You can make banana bread. Yeah. You also don't need a lot to make it. Really and truly you don't. It's like one of the easiest things to make, but yeah 2020 and banana bread <laughs> put that in the history books it is like match made in heaven at this point also we lost some legends this year firstly kobe bryant pop smoke chadwick boseman rest in eternal peace kings this year was actually so sad we lost so many great people we should have known it was going to be a bad year when at the start of the year you lose a legend like Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna like that's how the year started there wasn't much hope for us there was not much hope and then I can't even Chadwick Boseman what Pop Smoke they we've been through a lot this year we went through an absolute lot and then to have George Floyd and all of that oh my goodness I feel like we've lived about six years in the last 10 months. I I hear that. I feel like I've lived through about six decades in the last 10 months. So much has happened and I feel like we've gone through so much trauma and I'm so proud of everyone for just getting through it. But it was a lot. Yeah, and I think the holding everyone to account that the whole Black Lives Matter movement just happened on a different level globally. And it was just like a huge wake up call for everyone and being like, we're not accepting this crap anymore. Not from brands, not from work, not from musicians, artists, people you call your icons and influencers. We're just not having it anymore. And it was just so great to see that on such a huge level from like all generations. That was definitely a huge big thing something that I'm so proud of um and I hope that we keep that going that we keep that momentum going really yeah like the fact that the biggest civil rights movement in history happened in the middle of a pandemic speaks volumes oh my goodness yes it was in the middle of a pa- the way that even it was we'd gone through so much and as you said in the middle of a pandemic too so there's another layer there like going to protest in face masks a large majority of those people being from like black Caribbean African backgrounds who as we know do suffer um disproportionately from from the virus and then like still riding out still riding out at the protests and I rate I rate everyone for it yeah exactly also we just felt like we should add a little bit of positivity in this pod because you know what 2020 was a mess but there were a few moments that weren't so bad and even just on a personal level somehow we managed to still accomplish some things in this madness like starting with this very podcast like when I tell you we started this during lockdown lockdown part one let's say that and I think it was a couple of weeks into it and I'd already like binge watched all of Netflix and Amazon Prime. I was already at the point where I'd done everything I wanted to do and I was getting so down because I just had no purpose. And starting this podcast literally, I think, saved my mental health. But it's also just been 
I think the thing I'm proud, the most proud of this year. So you know what? 2020 was a mess, but there were some good things that came out of it. Yeah, definitely. Like this podcast is huge and it's mad because we'd wanted to start it for so long, but just never had the time. And then <laughs> lockdown, no work, no no education, like nothing. It was kind of the perfect time. And the fact that it was like birth out of a pandemic and is still going now and hopefully will still be going in years to come is just great. And then the things we've like achieved, the following we've got, just the messages of like support from people and like the recognition and the features we've gotten already. Like we never even expected this to come within like the first year of doing the podcast, let alone after a few months. So it's been amazing. And this podcast is like our little baby and I'm just so proud of it. It's like for us to have done this, this year of all years, is just like the craziest thing, but the coolest thing. And I'm so proud and I'm so glad that people are like yeah it's it's resonating with people it's 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 honestly the the greatest thing that I could have asked for this year like it's just so cool it's just the coolest yeah and I think it's one thing like starting a podcast and like creating it from nothing and you know like recording and putting it out there but the fact that people actually listen and respond (laughs) (laughs) the fact that people listen intently and respond and like genuinely give us great feedback is fantastic because who would want to listen to my voice bang on about topics but you not do and it's absolutely amazing and I appreciate you for it and the fans of this podcast are literally like the best ever yeah I feel like our friendship group has literally extended because of this podcast it's so cool and I honestly I genuinely thought there would be seven of our friends that would listen to it and that would be it and even then I thought that would be a stretch because they get loads of voice notes from me anyway so they don't need to spend their time also listening to a podcast but people have actually liked it and that yeah that means the world it's also just crazy that we still have not even recorded in person we still have yet to record in an actual studio or in the same room but we're still doing all right so yeah, that's definitely a positive. I have not once seen Ivy during the making of any of these episodes. Not once. <laughs> not once have we even been in a remote, similar location. Um, so this is, this is pretty amazing. And do you know what else I love? Being able to see that like people are listening from all over the world. That is so freaking cool. I I don't know how people found us in these countries, <laughs> in, like, South America and the US and small countries in Europe. I don't know how you found us, but thank you. I see you. Is we hear you in their research. <laughs> like it's it's the coolest thing. We've gone international. We've gone worldwide. That is so cool. Look at I'm us. I'm like going. I don't know anyone in Colombia, but listeners in Colombia, thank you. Honestly, gracias. Like <laughs> we did that. <laughs> we actually did that. Um, I'd say another like personal highlight for me was starting a master's like at the start of this year I definitely wasn't thinking about a master's whatsoever and even even when it got to like April May I was still debating like if I wanted to do a master's what subject I'd do it in and all of that and the fact that I've started a master's during a pandemic um, and so far managed to do pretty well um, and get two distinctions in my assignments I am super super proud of that um, 
And another big thing is stumbling into this wonderful world of production, um, which started off as like a happy accident, just um, I volunteering as a runner on like a mini documentary and then just meeting people from that who then got me other work onto stuff and the shoots I've been able to work on, like music videos for Dizzy Rascal, Ella Eyre and Giggs and Georgia Smith. I'm like, what? I really did that in the space of a couple months and it's absolutely fantastic. And I hope that more work keeps coming and more opportunities keep coming. And again, I'm just so thankful for that. And if it hadn't been for, I know this year and this weird, crazy period we're in, that might have not happened. But yeah, really, really proud of myself for those things. You should be, man. If you can do that in the middle of a freaking pandemic like lord knows what you are going to achieve next year i can't even wait to see it and also like it's just the fact that you went from production runner to production manager in like in a really short space of time like that's not heard of like you leveled all the way up you skipped like five notches on the belt you leveled all the way straight to the top like that is so cool level up level up level up level up level up Level up. <laughs> I'm trying. A baby's just out here trying to work, secure the bag, um, you know, and just develop and grow. It's all about growth, and that's what I'm trying to do. Similarly, a couple of my personal achievements, I guess, is I got my first writing job, which when I tell you, I left uni in 2018 and I spent the best part of two years just looking for jobs, looking for writing jobs, internships, literally anything. And like we said in adulting episode part one, could not get a foot in the door. So the fact that in this 2020, I was able to actually land a job and hold on to it and get that job even extended was just like, I could not have imagined that. So I'm super proud, super proud of myself for that. And your girl has paid off all her debts, debt free. I swear, 2021, my pockets will be lined with money. I'm manifesting it. Yeah, that one I'm so, I'm so proud of you for. Like, actually both of them, because as you said, like graduating two years ago and you were just like, fam, don't graduate. This adulting life is horrible. Don't do it. And then for you to secure like an amazing writing job, but it's the it's the debt, it's the debt and the lack of it for me because at the start you said I want to clear this debt, and in a few months you had cleared it, and that that's huge because anyone who's gone to university you know about that debt and that overdraft, and you've cleared it. So I'm very very proud of you for that. Um, that life will hopefully see me next year, but I'm proud of you. That production manager money will clear those debts in no time, don't you worry. But it's just so, it's such a beautiful thing opening like your banking app, expecting to see a minus and there is no minus. It's it's great. Come and join me over here, honestly. It's, I'm living my best life. <laughs> I'm also trying to start saving and I've like, I've nailed the putting the money into my savings account part, but I haven't nailed the part where it stays there. Like I'm still like leaving it there for a week and then I just withdraw it all. But it's the thought that counts, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've you're you're along the right lines. You've got the right idea. Now we just need to make sure that the savings stay saved, which is harder than one thinks. But do you know what? We're gonna do it. 
I feel like, you know how you can buy piggy banks and you put your coins in there or your notes in there and you have to fully smash it to get the money out? I feel like the bank needs something like that. The bank needs an equivalent where I can put money in the savings, but I have to trek to some like next location to go and withdraw that money because it's just too easy to take it back out. Well, it's looking like that now, considering banks are shut. I couldn't find a bank that was open even when I tried going before Christmas. Um, So here is me with money trying to deposit it and save it. And I couldn't. So, um, but another great thing is, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing. Because obviously, like, when you have cash, you can just save it. You said put it in a little, like, piggy bank. Um, But with invisible money, where it's just in your account, and then there's online shopping too, and people are saying sales. It's difficult. And I know you suffer with that a lot. Um, (laughs) I think it's not like an illness. (laughs) Hey, hey, we'll get through this together, Ivy. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's just too easy online. Like all these websites, just remember your details. You don't even have to tap. You don't even have to tap, tap, tap in. You just press buy and it, it turns up at your door. It's too easy. Yeah, I do think the whole like online shopping is low-key slightly addictive especially with things like Klarna where it's like even if you can't afford the product you can still buy it and still get it and you know just pay across months which isn't the best thing because it just encourages people to acquire debt and to purchase things that they can't afford um but that's not you maybe there should be one of those like things where it's like before you order something it has to redirect to me and I have to approve it because I needed you to do that for me during the summer lockdown when I was just going crazy with the online shopping I had to get like Ivy's approval like cool so I want to buy this thing from Gymshark and I'm exercising every day and I've run out of uh, you know fitness wear therefore I think I need it (laughs) and I would have to justify my purchase to Ivy Sammy, it was every other day. Like, when I tell you, for your birthday, you got trainers. The next week, you were like, so I found these really nice trainers online, and I really want to buy them because I don't have these trainers, and I really like these trainers. Can I buy these trainers? I was like, Sammy, you just got trainers. (laughs) What's happening? And you're like, yeah, but there's this tracksuit bottom that I really like, and it's red, and I don't have a red tracksuit bottom. (laughs) Jesus. I didn't have red tracksuit bottoms, and now I do, and they look really good on me. (laughs) And... And because I bought the red tracksuit bottoms and those shoes that are also red, it's matching. And that's the whole outfit, you see? And I couldn't have done that if I didn't make those purchases. Mm, So that was, so what we're saying is that was an investment in the aesthetic. Yes. Cool. So it was necessary. Yes. I I hope you hold on to this energy when I want to spend £100 on makeup. So. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) So remember this conversation, yeah? Yes, but I have to look good so that future me can acquire things that pass me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I didn't look as good in the outfit that I acquired in the past. And, you know, I still have them. I still wear them. So I'm getting my uses out of them. You know, you know, that um, Nike dress that you bought that was all like color blocked. (laughs) Have you worn it yet? I've worn it once and no one even got to see me in it. So you didn't wear it, it is what we're saying. And then we were... A lot was supposed to happen in the summer. It didn't get to happen. Um, We were supposed to do a photo shoot. The dress was supposed to come out. Um, Before you knew it, it was autumn. It was too cold. And it's a summer dress. And I can't wear a summer dress in autumn or winter. Um, So that dress is going to have to wait until spring, you know? 
<laughs> maybe, maybe I'll wear it for my next lockdown birthday. Like, I haven't had one of those. When we go to club living room from club kitchen, yeah, cannot wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the club in my living room is called. It's called Club Living Room. I've copyrighted it, copywrote it, whatever you do. So no one try and steal that because it's banging. And yeah, (laughs) next birthday might be a Club Living Room too. Oh God, I can't wait. I just feel like next year, this is what I'm manifesting for the new year. We both need to secure the bag because I just feel like the lifestyles we want to live, the things we want to buy, they don't match up with our bank balance so one way or another we are going to have to come into money in 2021 at some point it's by force by force by force by force um financial stability will see us um line pockets will see us securing of the bag will see us it's it's happening it's written in the stars it's going to happen so cannot wait also if Rona behaves, we need to do a world tour next year because you are lucky that at least you got out at the beginning of this year. It has been so long since I've been abroad. I just need to be on a plane, not even on the plane. I need to be in an airport. I need to be duty free. I need to be walking on the runway. Like that feeling, I just, it's just a distant memory. And I have so many outfits that I need to wear abroad. So again, by force, it will happen. I'll tell you how bad it is. I was at a train station at one point and I can't even remember like which station it was, but it had one of those those escalators, those moving ones that you get in the airport. And I was like, oh my goodness, I haven't traveled in so long. This is such a throwback. And I was at a train station. Oh my God. <laughs> I was in a train station and the fact that the escalator was like the horizontal ones that you get at the airport. I was like, this is a feeling I haven't felt in such a long time. I don't know when I'm going to be able to travel. Um, anyone who knows me, I'm a, I'm a traveller. I cannot stay in this country here for too long. Even if it's small weekender, small four days to Amsterdam, something. I have to get out of this country on a regular basis. The fact that that hasn't been able to happen. Yes, I had my two months of enjoyment. But, you know, that was a long time ago. That was a year ago. Um, So... <laughs> Whilst I'm like, keep the borders shut, keep this pandemic, you know, let's contain it, let's sort it out. Same time, free up the borders because I'm trying to go. I'm trying to cut. This is what I'm saying. Dubai will see me. Ghana will see me. All of Europe will see me. It's just, it's, it has to happen. Also, Sammy, it's a really good thing that you caught feelings this year because we didn't catch any flights. Well, did I? I caught I caught a few flights on the way back. Um, caught a few feelings as well, didn't you? Mm. But back to the travel. For a <laughs> Can we just pause because we spoke I mean, about? I thought you said we'll see us. Why is everyone in Dubai again? We discussed the whole Dubai situation. Everyone and their man being in Dubai will also see me. Canada will see me. America. <laughs> As much as I want to go back and do a whole road trip, that country's going to have to wait for a little bit. Um, so many places for us to go. Uh, but yeah, somehow, magically, I'm actually, I feel like I should be applauded because who, who manages to secure a bay in a pandemic? It's mad, isn't it? Do you know what? I don't know how you've done that. Like, that is legit. It's impressive. I take my hat off to you. I don't know how you've done it, but you've made the impossible possible. And you found a good one. So again, 
achievements left, right, and center for Sammy. You've actually killed it this year. You have won. It's just like a different level of skill. <laughs> Hell, can't see people. You can't go anywhere, but still, somehow. Um, but yeah, it's going well. Thank you. I love how much you don't want to talk about this. This is great. I love this so much. Hey, hey that was nearly two minutes of conversation there. Um, no, that's progress. That, that is, is progress. progress. Is there okay. anything else you want to manifest in the new year? Um. Well, yeah, that's just what I was about to ask, actually, because I personally don't like New Year's resolutions because I'm like, why is it that you're waiting for January 1st before you want to come and change your life? Like, if you want to exercise, do it now. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to quit that job, do it now. If you want to have this whole new life, do it now. Like, why is it that we wait until this date? From the 1st of January, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sign up to all the gyms and then you do it for two weeks and then boom, it's gone. So... Yeah, I think I sort of look at it as like goals you've set yourself for the year that they can be completed at any time, but it's more personal stuff. So what are your goals for the new year, for the next year or for like the next couple of years? Like what is it you want to achieve? It's actually funny you should say that because I have a running joke with one of my best friends um, where every month we have like a new year, new me moment. And every month we come up with like a new thing we want to do that month. Because I just feel like coming up with a list of things, like the last couple of days of December that you want to carry out for a whole year. It's not only like unrealistic, but it just puts so much pressure on yourself. And mm. as the year goes on, so many things happen and so many things change that like it's almost just easier to just see how the year goes and see what kind of things you want to implement into your life as you go on. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing, just like having monthly things. But... Um, I was able to stop eating meat for a year, which was so sick. I was so proud of myself. And then I fell off the bandwagon and I don't really know why. And then Christmas happened and then there was a lot of meat that was consumed. So from the new year, I'm going to try and do that again because, yeah, I need to lower my carbon footprint and I'm just so against eating meat and I don't know how I even let myself get back there. But yeah, that is definitely top of the list. Yeah, do you know what I think? you said it perfectly where it's very difficult to try and set yourself a target that you're going to complete within 12 months because so much as we've seen from this year so much can change in the blink of an eye um and so much can change in like the space of a few weeks a few months let alone an entire year so I think it is good um like doing it on a like monthly basis or even like a weekly basis because at least everything you're doing is like in context whereas if you try and set yourself this huge goal at the start of a year by I don't know six months or three months in things might have changed and it's no longer attainable you might have to adapt things um but yeah I I do like the monthly idea I might try that actually what I tend to do is just like set myself just general goals of things I want to complete um I might not always put a time stamp on them some things do have a time stamp for example when I was in my third year of my undergrad at the start of the year, I created like a list of goals and it was like graduate with a 2-1, um, pass like my driver's theory test, pass like my practical test, get a car, um, travel Australia and New Zealand, um, which I did to like treat myself for my whole year of, not even whole year, whole four years of undergrad. It was like, cool, I'm going to work really hard, save up loads of money and then go away for like two, three months to these two countries I've always wanted to visit 
Um, and those were my goals. And just as I completed them, I would take them off. It wasn't obviously like graduating that obviously like had a timestamp on it and kind of the traveling as well. But I didn't stick a date on it until I knew that, you know, I'd saved enough. Um, but I think for me, <laughs> again, traveling, if that's even a possibility, I would love to catch a flight. I would love to catch a flight or even just go somewhere else in the UK and just spend a couple days somewhere that isn't London. Um, that would even be enough for me at this point. But another big goal is just to, yeah, like smash my masters, do really well in that. Um, find a really good dissertation topic, something I'm super passionate about because I have to write 10,000 words on it. <laughs> Woo. Um, secure the bag. That's always one this year, every year. Um, yeah. And just find like great job keep taking great opportunities and just be a financially stable babe yeah that genuinely is the motto for 2021 get paid essentially like get that money save it use it to travel and come back and still have money in the bank that is the actual goal yeah plus they're yeah. all like I like those because they're all quite like even though you'll have to work for them they are realistic and they are attainable and you will very well you have to put in hard work but there's no doubt that you'll smash all of those things so yeah it's like I hate when well I used to do this I used to kind of like set loads of goals that were really just unattainable and almost set myself up for a fail and then when I wouldn't achieve them then I'd feel really crappy about myself and it's like well actually no why don't you just like pick goals that not only you can achieve but that are almost like fun to achieve or that you want to achieve you know and then at least that way it's kind of like it's a nice experience and then you're not beating yourself up when you can't complete it I guess yeah yeah definitely definitely something else I need to work on next year is my appearance because lord I have let myself go over quarantine like I need a glow up part 10 when I tell you I have like separate piles of pajamas one is like for the house one is to sleep in one is for zoom calls one is to go to the shopping like I jeans have not seen me in about nine months like it's it's not good so I need to I need to sort that out um I've also decided that I need to get a wig in 2021 wig life will see me um I'm I'm ready to level up I'm ready your zoom birthday Sammy (laughs) it's gonna be a look I hear that I hear you have a lot of pajamas uh the fact that you even have like range in your pjs maybe that's something I'm slacking on but I love the sound of that. Um, I might need to buy myself some pajamas. And if you ask me why I'm buying pajamas, it's because of you. It's because of you, okay? Um, but yeah, I think the hair is is also another one. And I purposely probably didn't make this a goal because I don't really stick to it that well when it comes to my hair. As in just like, yeah, we're going to go for inches. We're going to take care of it. We're going to do them deep conditioners every two weeks. I I'll try. I'll try, but also time. I don't have much of it. And Afro hair just takes up a lot of time. Like, it's a whole day dedicated to washing it, deep conditioning, untangling, all of that. And then come and style it now. And then to find the time to do it as well. Like, I can't go to a hairdresser. I can't go around to my friends to do it for me because we're in lockdown. So, you know, if it grows, it grows. 
Um, if it doesn't, then we'll try again next year. Honestly, like having natural hair is like looking after a really needy toddler. It's just, it's so time consuming. It takes so much energy. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens in it. Like when everything opens up, I will get cameras and I'll get a wig. And that's, that's the most effort I can put into my hair. This is, this is why we need the wigs. And it's great because you can just roll out of bed, boom, looking fire because you got that wig on. Yes, every time the edges walk out the door and you're good to go. Correct. And you know, if I get a blue wig like I really want to, <laughs> then I'm always looking on point, really and truly. <laughs> Hair's always done. This has to happen. I swear on your birthday, you need to have a blue wig and you need to put on that Nike dress. <sighs> Such a vibe. This has to happen. I don't oh, know about money. It would look sick. It would look sick. It would. And and as we have established, you have to invest into the aesthetic. Yes. Because it's called retail therapy, which means it's a form of self-care, which means you are looking after your mental health, which means you are investing in your well-being. So if you're not going to invest in yourself, who are you going to invest in? Everything you said, correct. Correct. I I heard the science behind it, the economics, the everything backed up. Everything back up the well-being, the finances, the aesthetic, um, for for personal and future gain makes sense. Exactly, it has to be done. I said what I said. Did I stutter? Not once. Not once. Um, and I think for, <laughs> I think for the podcast goals that we've set ourselves is just maybe being able to record in person. Uh, that would be nice. Um, <laughs> Maybe in a studio, that would also be nice. Like, the bar is set so low. I just want to see your face when we are recording. I just want to be in the same room. I just want my particles to vibrate with your particles when we're recording. That's all I want. Yeah, I would love the Wi-Fi to be strong. Um, <laughs> That would be great. Obviously, a big one that like we've been speaking about for ages would be to get a sponsor. That would probably be like, the biggest and greatest thing to happen um so we're gonna work on that we're gonna we're gonna put in the groundwork for that yeah i cannot wait for that to happen also uh, we've also got like some ideas for guests and collabs next year so that's definitely something we want to work on um really excited for that as well it'd be sick once we're like in a studio to get other people to come in i feel like that vibe would be elite just unmatched yes because even through even through the internet, we still create such a vibe. And I can't even see you. So imagine it in a studio with a third person and they're getting interviewed too. Like, mm, the vibes just be so good. And we pray that we'll see those in 2021. Oh, just imagine like a little bit of Ray and Nephew all recording in the same room, unmatched. Cannot wait. Stop. I make I make a great rum punch with Ray and Nephew. Um, did it for Christmas Day. It was banging absolutely fantastic so if we can have that in a studio woo, we're looking for some fun times universe do your thing yeah this has been such a great little episode i've actually really enjoyed this one and i hope you guys have too i hope you've been enjoying black broken brilliant in this 2020 um let us know some of your hopes goals and resolutions for 2021 yeah thank you so much for all your support and thank you for listening Thank you.
And we'd love to know what you guys want to hear from us in the new year as well. So feel free to drop us a message on our Insta with any topics or ideas that you'd like us to cover. Give us a like, follow the podcast, leave us a rating if you're listening on Apple. Share it with your mums, your grands and your friends. Back next Thursday as always, I've been Ivy. I've been Samira. Thanks for listening and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs)